Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have joy and take heart. Christ has overcome the world. When things look bleak and are confusing, remember that Jesus Christ is returning soon. This world is nothing to fear. And Pastor J.D. reminds everyone today that the joy of the Lord can be yours by accepting Jesus' gift of salvation. He died for you, and heaven awaits. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 26, 2020. When, not if, the vaccine is available, as we're being told, there will be those who refuse the vaccine and the mask, which will then restrict them from buying goods and services, basic goods and services. So this would mean that they would have to either wear the mask when they go through the checkout or do what I do, just I I make my wife go to the store. (laughs) Now, that might be sustainable for a period of time. However, it wouldn't be long before they would be forced to comply. And it's very likely that at that time, it will then become the mark of the beast, as we've talked about, that we're told about in the book of Revelation chapter 13. Now, we don't know exactly when or even exactly how this will happen, but what we do know from Bible prophecy is that this will happen. For those who might be skeptical with respect to this scenario, may I just kindly ask that you consider the following. I want to start with this very interesting YouTube video that was posted last Thursday. It was a heated vaccine debate between Robert Kennedy Jr., and Alan Dershowitz, it was moderated by Patrick Bet David on his YouTube channel. He started by playing a clip from a previous podcast interview with Alan Dershowitz, which we actually covered in the update back on May 24th. In it, Dershowitz stated, and I quote, You have no constitutional right to endanger the public and spread the disease, even if you disagree. You have no right not to be vaccinated. 
you have no right not to wear a mask. You have no right to open your business. I'll add slash church. To which Jason Goodman, the interviewer, interrupted and saying, wait, can I stop you? No right not to be vaccinated, meaning if they decide you have to be vaccinated, we have to be vaccinated? Then Dershowitz replies by saying, quote, absolutely. And if you refuse to be vaccinated, the state has the power to literally take you to a doctor's office and plunge a needle into your arm. Dershowitz then goes on to say, quote, the alternative is to live in your home and don't get vaccinated and never ever leave your home. But if you want to interact with other people, the Constitution does not give you the right to spread your illness to other people. And you can disagree. You can be a dissenter, leave the country, go into a bubble. But what you can't do is say, listen to this, I don't agree with Dr. Fauci. Take the law into your own hands and decide to spread the disease. That is not a constitutional right. Dershowitz goes on to say, I would like to see a government mandate if a safe vaccine is developed for COVID-19. I hope it's mandated and I will defend it and argue that in the Supreme Court of the United States against your views. Wow. So that's how this interview started off, was, was with this clip of him saying that. And he was asked if he stood by those earlier statements, and he not only stood by them, he almost in some ways doubled down on them. So Dershowitz asks Robert Kennedy this question, quote, I would like to throw a question out to Robert. I think I know the answer. Robert, would you be against a law that mandated the wearing of masks in public for everybody, even by people who don't approve of wearing the mask? After refuting the claims made by Dershowitz on vaccines, Kennedy answered the mask question this way, and I quote, I have read at least three med reviews involving hundreds of studies on masks and the majority of the studies. In fact, there's a BMJ study from 2015. It says that masks are actually likely to spread the disease and make you less healthy because the carbon dioxide that you're breathing and the people who wear the masks are more likely to get sick, close quote. You'll forgive me for saying this this way, but mask is one letter away from mark. That's not a play on words. And if you really think about it, right now, currently, I cannot, like you, go into a store and buy anything unless I have an M-A-S-K. 
It's not going to be long. The handwriting's on the wall before that M-A-S-K will become the M-A-R-K. And without the M-A-R-K, you cannot buy or sell or do anything. You need to live in Dershowitz's bubble. I truly believe that it's a matter of time before the aforementioned scenario plays out. Now, in all fairness, I could be wrong. But I'm having considerable difficulty seeing all this just kind of go away. Do you remember when this all began, we were told, just, you know, stay home until we flatten the curve. Wear masks, social distance, until we flatten the curve. Listen, I've I've seen a few curves in my life, but that curve got flattened, and we still couldn't come out or take the mask off or hug one another or open the church back up. I'm going to talk more about that in a moment. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, I, I can't see a scenario where you know, we're, we're going to wake up one morning and our news feeds are going to be basically, hey, not only is the curve flattened and the cases dropping, and it's all good now. You can take the mask off. I don't see that happening. And they've told us as much. Because the narrative continues that COVID-19 is never going away. And life will never return until there is a vaccine. Now, there is good news. Some of you are looking at me like, there is? (laughs) Yeah, there is. And it's for born-again Christians. And the good news is that we are not going to be here when this happens. And the reason why we're not going to be here when this happens is because the rapture has to happen first. I've come under some uh, criticism as of late because we've been addressing some, would you agree, very intense, you know, matters. And yet, I like to laugh. I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's medicinal. The proverb says that laughter is like medicine, and I need a lot of medicine. And it's the joy of the Lord, man. It's the joy of the Lord, and that's my strength. And so I've come under criticism like, how can you, you know, be so humorous when this is so serious? Can't you be serious? No, I can't. I just can't. I'll try, but I mean, I know it's serious, but here's the thing. I know Jesus, and Jesus is coming. And this is an indication of just how soon it is that Jesus is coming, and I have joy. And you can too, by the way. I'm going to talk more about that if you'll hang in there with me.
about how you too can have this joy. It's a real joy. It's pure joy. It's the joy of the Lord, and it comes from the Holy Spirit that indwells every believer in Jesus Christ. That's why. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I just know that all of this means one thing. And that one thing is, that trumpet's going to sound. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up, raptured up to meet the Lord in the air and forever be with the Lord. And I can't wait. And I know it's going to happen soon. Okay, I I feel better. I have a lot more uh, that I need to cover. So yes, the rapture must happen before this does happen. However, that's not to say that it's not going to get increasingly difficult for Christians and the Christian church prior to the rapture. Actually, it already is. And the persecution could very well get even worse under the banner of this current crisis. I don't know if you heard about this on Friday. The Star Tribune published a report about this sharply divided U.S. Supreme Court decision denying Calvary Chapel Dayton Valley, Nevada's appeal to strike down a 50-person cap on their worship services. In a 5-4 decision, the high court refused to grant the request from the Christian church east of Reno to be subjected to the same COVID-19 restrictions in Nevada that allow casinos, restaurants, and other businesses to operate at 50% of capacity with proper social distancing. That Nevada would discriminate in favor of the powerful gaming industry and its employees may not come as a surprise, but this court's willingness to allow such discrimination is disappointing, Justice Samuel Alito wrote in a dissent joined by Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh also wrote his own dissent, as did Justice Neil Gorsuch, who said, Today's world, quoting, with a pandemic upon us, poses unusual challenges. But (laughs) there is no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Calvary Chapel. Wow. I like that. Interesting, Caesar's Palace. Huh. What an irony. I think of when Jesus, when he was trapped, I I love it. It's sanctified, of course, but I just like to read the gospel accounts when they try to trap Jesus, like we got him now. 
<laughs> Let's see what he says to this. So here's this, you know, coin. Uh, should we pay taxes? They got their iPhones recording the response. And Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. The late Larry Burkett, who founded Christian Financial Concepts back in the 80s, had a saying. I really love it, and I've quoted it many times. He said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's, but don't give to Caesar what is God's. Caesar's palace. Back on July 9th, the Honolulu Star Advertiser published an article that was, I mean, it was basically a full page. Huge picture of this Calvary Chapel on the mainland, San Antonio, Texas. The headline, Reopen Churches See Cases Surge. I mean, they lay the blame of the surge in cases solely at the doorstep of the churches, which is kind of interesting to me. You know why? I don't know if you know this or not. Did you know for the last two months, 60 days, two months, in Portland, Oregon, you know what they're doing now over there? Have you heard about this? The rioting? Huh. No case searches there. I don't see a... I mentioned this last week, I think. Sure way to absolutely no way get COVID-19. Just go riot. But boy, you go to church, woo! I don't know if I'd do that if I were you. Have you heard what's happening? Had a brother send me a meme. It said, go to church. And if the police show up, just say you're rioting for Jesus. (laughs) I'm like, yes, that's it. That's it. All right. Listen to this quote. (laughs) This is the Honolulu Star. No friend of the church, dare I say. Quoting the article, in Texas, Pastor Ron Arbaugh said his church, Calvary Chapel of San Antonio, had followed the letter of the law and tried to practice social distancing since it was allowed to reopen in May. But now, about 50 congregants and staff members, including the pastor and his wife, have tested, keyword positive, for the coronavirus. Arbaugh said all the cases had been mild so far. Uh, I, I don't have the time today. Perhaps the Lord will present the opportunity on a future uh, update to talk about the dynamics of testing, testing positive. Yeah, keep in mind, the number of cases is rising. Do you realize that A coronavirus is a cold virus and a flu virus. I better leave that there. Last Saturday, Jack Hibbs sent me a text message with this photo of the Champion newspaper, which is a local newspaper there, in this article with the headline, Churches Forced to Go Outside for Worship. 
quoting the article. Calvary Chapel Chino Hills pastor Jack Hibbs presented a Bible series inside the church on Wednesday, and the parking lot was full. (laughs) After his talk, a Facebook video showed him mingling with his congregants while not wearing a mask, with plenty of hugs and handshakes. The pastor was prayed over by a group of faithful who circled around him, laying hands on him while not wearing face coverings. Several residents contacted the champion with concerns about the church possibly spreading the virus. They said they contacted the Chino Police Department, the City of Chino's Code Enforcement Department, and the San Bernardino County Public Health Department, with no apparent response. That's what I'm talking about right there. (laughs) I suppose, and the Lord knows my heart on this, and my integrity before Him, But this is probably the right time to go on record with the official position of this church as the pastor of this church, which, as you know, is my profound privilege to be. This is our formal position. In response to the city and county of Honolulu's Thursday, July 2nd Amendment to Emergency Order Number 2020-18, which requires, quote, all individuals within the city to wear face coverings while outdoors in public spaces when maintaining a physical distance of six feet from persons who are not members of the same household or residence is not feasible. And whereas section 11 on page 35 of said amendment limits, quote, in-person spiritual services, we have been forced into non-compliance. While we certainly wish to obey the laws of the land, as the Apostle Paul exhorts us to do in Romans 13, verses 1 and 2, the city and county of Honolulu has regrettably and unlawfully overreached, and as such we must posture ourselves as did Peter and the apostles in Acts chapter 5 verse 29, who after being told that they had strict orders not to teach, proclaim, and worship Jesus Christ stated, we must obey God rather than man. Moreover, the city and county of Honolulu respectfully, this is not in defiance, respectfully has exercised unlawful authority, ordering us to disobey the Word of God and the God of the Word. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. 
Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.